Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. everybody and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z. Joining us today on the program is singer, songwriter, and producer who has been teasing us with singles for a while, but finally completed his new album entitled Betwixt, which came out last week and also has my favorite song and video, No Room for Yesterday. Everybody knows that. He has appeared on The Tonight Show and is a regular at the legendary Joe's Pub here in New York City, but of course, more importantly, Three years ago, he shared the stage with Christy Brinkley during New York's Fashion Week. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Paul Lauren, everybody. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, was, I was expecting a little bit uh, better. Like, nice to be here. Uh, oh. <laughs> a little too mellow yeah, I mean, for me. No applause from, from Milan, so uh, it's fine. I was doing it yeah. off camera. You couldn't see. How rude. <laughs> I know. No, uh, isn't that funny? So, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. You have all these compliments, but like, so you were on stage with Christy Brinkley? That's the big thing. How tall is she? Oh, she's just, uh, well, she's just gorgeous and so lovely. And uh, yeah, we duetted on um, Christy Lee to get, no, I'm just shut up. No, no. (laughs) We were about to just go, that was going to be the rest of the podcast. (laughs) What? (laughs) She has to hate that song. I think that we do, we surmise that's why they got divorced. That's all you got for me. (laughs) You have written some of the greatest love songs of all time and and this is it this is what i get i Thanks think a the, the and nail in the coffin was blonde over blue i think that was she well we that. we actually like that one but i can understand that also being like and that's the follow-up that you, after i told you i didn't care for that one i get this i like that one too we like that as a hidden gem i just rediscovered it or discovered it and i put it i have a a hidden gem list on spotify and that was on it when Ooh. we were in the bees love it there's a out. documentary video where she talks about Blonde Over Blue and she seems really into the song. So yes. I think that wouldn't have been a divorce. I think there was other things. I guess okay. that's what threw me off. Yeah, we've seen her say, like, it's clearly about me. Hello. But then the funny <laughs> thing is we also talk about how horrible the song for Katie Lee was, which was all my life. So this guy oh. just doesn't get it. <laughs> I guess he hasn't learned his lesson, has he? No, I think the only good one he wrote was for Elizabeth, which would be uh, just the way we was, right? Yeah, don't go changing. <laughs> don't go changing. Yeah. I, I, I was telling Dave yesterday along when we talk, I said, you know, you guys can't stop with Z. We, you can't end with Zanzibar. You got to keep it going. And I said, the next podcast series is going through all of Joel's wives in alphabetical order. I think we just uh, did that uh, recently with Josephine. We started talking about all the wives because, you know, it's based on his wife's sister. Oh, Josephine. So, yeah, we were talking about that. Elizabeth and Josephine, two really terrific names. What a sorted group. What a <laughs> sorted family those Webbers were. Webbers, right. That's the name I was looking for all when we were doing Josephine, Alon. Why didn't you tell me that? Yeah, they're the grill magnates. Yeah. <laughs> the fridge magnets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Paul, I mean, I appreciate you coming on. I happen to know, I believe... We met through Julian Villard, who's your pal. Yes, and Colin Smith as well. Two great lads of mine. Yes, lovely lads. And, um, you know, then I found out you, after the fact, that you were a Billy Joel uh, ridiculous fan. And I know that your background of Billy Joel is the Innocent Man album. 
That's that, right. That was the one I was first exposed to against much against my chagrin, maybe, or uh, forced forced upon me in the backseat of the Oldsmobile circa 1986. Uh, couldn't help it. I loved it. I still love it. See, Alon got lucky because he got the greatest hits in the back of the car. Right, Alon? Yeah, and it was also an Oldsmobile. Oh, volume <laughs> volume three, Alon, or one and no, two? No, no, one and two. My parents <laughs> okay. did not have volume three, thank goodness. Yeah, so you only got an innocent man album, so you didn't. So you were just like, does this guy only write 50 songs? <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah, what, so I guess, uh, Alon, you know, what's your favorite question to always ask every, every guest we have on? What's your favorite Billy Joel song? I sat at the piano today and I was this morning and I was playing I've Loved These Days, which I which I just heard your episode on. And have I I love that song, man. That's such a gorgeous tune. And the, the melody just it modulates a couple a couple times in the song, the different key. It's just beautifully written, really well done. And uh that's the song, the Joel song today, but it changes every day. How about you guys? Do you have a do you have a song today that you really love? I've been really into James lately because we also just recently did that episode. So listening to a lot of James, I would say that's the one that I would want to hear right now. If I could like pick a song that he could play for me, if Billy Joel's in front of me, I would say I want to hear some James. Or if Paul Lauren was in front of us. I, I think I, I think I could pull some James out. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, I, don't, I would like eat, at this point now that he said, I love these days. Now I might switch up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we said James. I, I know I we talked about James. it. But... Uh, yeah, but well, I we, love these James. <laughs> uh, we would really like mash that up. very much. <laughs> but the mashup sounds good too. <laughs> well, I have to say, Alon, I, I always love your parodies, and uh, I, I I appreciate you know. Oh, you don't have to say so. that. It's all right. <laughs> Let uh, him say it. Let him say it. What was the Wendy's one? That that. <laughs> oh my! Me. That was a great one, though. <laughs> the Wendy's one. Um, yeah. Let's see. Wow. So yeah. Can you hear that? Yes, my favorite melody, <laughs> my favorite keyboard sound. Right. Yeah, that certain tone he loves. Let's see if this works. childhood days then we made our plans and we had to go our separate ways I went on the road you pursued an education James do you like your life can you find release and will you ever change? Will you ever write your own masterpiece? Are you still in school? Living up to expectations, James. You were so relied upon. Everybody knows how hard you tried. Hey, oh, but look at what a job you've done Carrying the weight of family pride James, you've been well behaved You've been working hard 
But will you always stay Someone else's dream of who you are Do what's good for you You're not good for anybody James I went on the road You pursued an education But everything was so well organized Hey, oh now everything is so secure And everybody else is satisfied James, do you like your life? Can you find release? Will you ever change? When will you write your masterpiece? Do what's good for you Or you're not good for anybody James my god that was so amazing i don't think i stopped smiling the entire time it sounded so good i it was the whole time i'm praying i hope my internet doesn't go out because this is amazing yeah. <laughs> thanks i think that I was awesome that end. was awesome I, I appreciate i was i was singing last night until about midnight so the the hoarseness in the voice is uh, very joel-esque i think yeah well that's true i didn't even notice it and i just like the style and i like the way you'd sing it and uh the keyboard playing is perfect oh it was really really wonderful i think i i got a I, I was so excited when it was playing i you know, my eyes were closed and i was just like i'm so into it it was really wow. great thank you i should have been looking at you and not looking at the lyrics then yeah you messed up <laughs> i uh, i was looking into the camera i was i was just uh wow i am in awe cheers it's, thanks it's such a treat because there's some of these songs that billy hasn't played live in over 40 years so you never get to hear live versions of songs like that. So that was really, really cool. And we're going to play all of them this afternoon, aren't we? No, <laughs> but I was talking to you yesterday. What we're very excited about and, you know, hoping the scheduling works out is that, folks, is a little announcement that after the, the case, since, you know, we're planning something a little special because there's one song. What is it again? Keeping the faith. <laughs> I like to pretend I forget what it is. But uh, so then we, uh, for the case wrap up, I think what we're going to do is have a call-in show and and stump Paul, and you'll be able to call in and say, can you play this? And he will play a piece. He doesn't have to play the whole thing, and, and we'll have a really, really great time. It'll be the best Billy Joel show ever. 
I'm I'm in. I mean, I'm in. If I can cheat with some of the lyrics, like I just did no. with James, that's great. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody even cares. I think they'll be more impressed that you just can pull it off on the piano. You know, I don't think people. You know, Billy Joel doesn't remember the lyrics. You know, he's got a <laughs> he forgets. Yeah, he has this big laminated songbook that he's flipping through and all those Q and A. Yeah, it, it, first of all, it's amazing when he that when he does remember the lyrics. If you listen to the, any of those serious XM interviews. He's able to play it and he comes up with a couple. But the problem with Billy Joel in the past couple of years, when I mean, it's it's good and bad when he's being interviewed, he gives you a tiny bit of the song and then he stops. And it's yeah. really frustrating because at that point you want him to finish it. Yes. Alon, do you remember what we were talking about that? We were talking about that. Well, that horrible 80s show on Broadway. Moving Rock on. of Ages. Rock oh, of Ages. Okay. No, not moving. <laughs> uh, no, Rock of Ages. And I was with these guys I went to college with, and they're starting these songs, whatever they were, Motley Crue or Warrant or whatever. And they stop in the middle. They're playing a little. And my friends are yelling. And they encourage you to drink beer in the show. I think that's why they stopped the show. And they're just like, finish it! Finish it! They're yelling <laughs> at the people on the stage who have no idea what day it is. And that's, uh, that's it. Sometimes with Billy, he I think he just stops because he forgets the lyrics because he can only For remember sure. so many. I think uh, well, it's funny, Dave, that you didn't like Rock of Ages because I know you you love a good power ballad. So I don't know. I do. Uh, you, I know I've heard you mention the power ballad on the show, maybe 20, 25 times. You'd love to hear honesty as a power ballad. Yes. I, I, very yeah, much I so. This. Yeah. I, uh, so it's funny that you didn't like Rock of Eight, the White Snake and all because that they didn't finish the song. They didn't finish the song. Yeah. Let but alone the, honesty, you know, the premise is awful anyway. What? If they were playing honesty as a power. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say you were going to play honesty and I got excited. I'm sorry. Like how would Sebastian Bach sing honesty? Could we try a little? Do, you, do we have a second I, to try it? Of yes. Of course we like, have. Like an second. 80s <laughs> growling voice. To, <laughs> Please. Uh, I'll make it harder. If you search for tenderness, it isn't hard to find. You can have the love you need to live. And if you look for truthfulness, you might just as well be blind. It always seems to be so hard to give. Fist up. Honesty is such a lonely word. Everyone is so untrue. Honesty is hardly ever heard, and mostly what I need from you. Yes, and you can hear that drums coming in. That's a wailing electric guitar solo. Yes. Yeah, I can't oh, replicate man. any of that here. You're so awesome. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> what is it, when you um first, you know, in, in your love of innocent man, like how, how did you learn how to play? And did you apparently like all of our guests? And when I'm talking about guests, I'm talking about the comedians we know who learned to play the piano just from Billy Joel. Is that how you started as well? I know you play yeah. all the instruments, but. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's always been piano for me is, is the is the bass instrument, but I think it was a mix of of the Beatles and Joel and Elton. I think the McCartney piano tunes, especially, uh, w w seemed really doable. You know, if you, let it be. 
is way easier than angry young man, right? So I think some of the Joel stuff was, <laughs> was taunting. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, I can get around Hey Jude as a six-year-old or, or even Crocodile Rock. And then you progress to, you know, Summer Highland Falls or the more complicated stuff. And I mean, I couldn't avoid Joel growing up uh, in a strip mall on Long Island. That's actually where I grew up, in a strip mall next to oh, Tannix. classic. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't avoid him. So, uh, yeah, yeah. early influence. Yeah, sure. Just the way I wasn't, I couldn't avoid that Bruce Springsteen character from Jersey. Oh, oh boy, what oh. is the matter with people? But, you know, can you actually now do the, not now, but can you do the angry young man? We, we've asked one other person to see if they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the other? Was it, did you ask Julian? No, it, no, we never asked him. It was a comedian. His name is Kyle right. Dunnigan, and he showed us yes. how he did it. And we were, we were amazed. You yes. can actually do how long, like how old were you when you were able to finally figure out how that was done? Because we were completely fascinated. I think it's one of the easiest things to do on the funny enough. Right, now you're just and, being and cruel. No, no, uh, you, you can't. You need weighted keys. So, for example, if I tried it here. It right. It's hard on an electric piano. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you can you can approximate it. Right. But you can't get the same weight that it has on. The, that makes sense. But it's just um, it's a that's all you're doing. You know, just tapping. Yeah. I know you're saying that's all you're doing. But look, uh, how dare you make it? sound? <laughs> so, that's all you're doing. It's not a big deal. It's a, it, when you're watching it. It's a big deal. You still you can sit there and watch Billy Joel do it close up, which they show. And it still looks like it's blurry, like it's some sort of gag on us. True, like no true. man can do that it's his it's his workout for the day i think still i think once well, a month well we've yeah. talked about that he has to do it within the the fourth song or he can't do it you know being right. 70 and all you know Amazing. he's got to do it early yeah. on yeah once a month he, he goes in for some cardio and that's uh that's what that is <laughs> actually yeah, I that's heard why he has a nice spelt figure oh but that's yeah. so cool that you can play that. and then and how did you start learning other instruments i mean why are you such a savant it's not fair oh, well, anybody yeah. else I'm not really a guitar player. I just kind of masquerade as one. It's nice to stand up and play. <laughs> you know, you don't, it's, it's tough. As Joel always said, it's tough to lead a band from behind the piano. So for me, it's nice to just get out in front of the mic and, and get out from up the piano and I'll grab the mic and I'll strap the guitar on and uh, rock and roll will happen that way. Yeah. Which but, you can uh, see in the no room for yesterday uh, video. It's exactly that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of fun to do that. And uh, piano is always my. I'll always sit down at the piano and uh, pump out some Joel or some stuff. But man, it is freeing to just front a rock and roll band, uh, not behind the piano. I mean, your guitar playing is really, really good. But when you're composing a song, what do you lean towards? Do you compose on piano? Do you compose on guitar? Mm. Well, the last the last record and the one that will be out next year were both written in the pandemic in my bathrobe last spring of 2020. And wow. so, uh, and so I just kind of sat on the couch with uh, some risotto and some wine and the guitar was an easy kind of grab. So most of the, that record was written on a guitar, but these days I'm sitting at the piano more and writing tunes on the piano. And it's a mix, it's a mixed bag. Elon. I love that you put out a, a whole album. People aren't doing that anymore. And I like it a lot. I was very, really oh. happy that you just released that, you know, with the songs I had heard over the past year and just, you know, why not compile them into a cohesive nice. structure that everybody can listen to at once, you know, and easy to find. It was a joy to do it. Uh, and maybe this is a good time to announce that I'm also um, lucky enough to be the producer on an upcoming full album 
uh, by Dave and, and Elon. It's it's called the Complete Billy Joel ABC. They they cover all the songs. Then you're gonna do just the parodies. Yeah, the complete weird Elon. <laughs> no, I, I love the I love the album form. It gives you more room to stretch out, and I guess much much like these kind of series, these TV series, the serials that are nine or ten parts, you can expand the the, the writing and you have more scope that way. And while it's fun to write a rock and roll single, I do think, you know, we all grew up, we're all kind of boomers in some way, spiritually, uh, maybe not politically, but, um, but yeah, but I think it's nice to stretch out through the record and have the space to do it. Yeah. And that, you know, we, we often talk about on the show, the placement of Billy Joel, you know, for me growing up with actual albums, instead of CDs, we talk about something that kicks off the second side of the album which was a real thing back then now it's it is not a thing at all you know now you're putting the fifth or sixth song and it's like well this is our fifth or sixth song it's not yes. it's not the way we kick it off it's not the way we end it's all different you know people have forgotten the and thank god because albums you know kind of suck in many ways even though they're kind of awesome uh because you had to flip it over <laughs> you know it's pain in the ass i remember you guys talking about glass houses Mm-hmm. And what does it all for Lena end side one? End side one, yes. Right. Okay. I mean, I love I love the way side two kind of does its thing there. There That's is the perfect that- way to say it. Side two does its thing. <laughs> for real. No, no. It's it's like it, it is. Side two is a, a very strange album for absolute fans only. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, and and uh, I'll I'll just say quickly, you know, on this record. Side one, it is being pressed to vinyl. And side one ends with this song called Nighttime, which is a bit of a lullaby. Side two starts with this kind of military, and we're in, and it's kind of the alarm clock, the wake-up call. So we're kind of, the day is ending on side one, and then kind of morning starts, and it's like, snap to it. Or as Cher said in Moonstruck, snap out of it. (laughs) I love that you're pressing a vinyl. That's fantastic. You know, nobody, I mean, I, I guess people are doing it now again. But what made you think to do that? And um, again, there should be a physical copy, you know, just to even mm. have because I don't you're you're too young. But Thanks. God, when I was a kid lo- looking at the album cover, uh, it was so important, you know, before music videos to just listen to an album in your room and you would stare at the album cover and the inside and the liner notes. And you that's what you would do. I mean, I feel like an old man listening to the radio uh, from and then and then you know my dad would tell me and then there was a radio show called Let's Pretend and we'd all gather around the radio <laughs> and you know you see those things you're like what a bunch of jerk offs sitting around the radio but yeah you'd you'd have to stare at the album covers that's all you had of your yeah. favorite band and including Billy Joel I mean I must have looked at just that stranger album cover a hundred times I'm like why is he sitting on that bed what is happening here and what restaurant are they at in the back. <laughs> What was the macaroni fact? Was that the name of the place? Yeah, something like that, right? Superior Mama Macaroni Superior Company. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> they do not um, have macaroni and cheese. The uh, I mean, as you can see, there's a hi-fi system behind me there on the on the console. Uh, imagine that I called it a hi-fi system, but yeah, it's I got a record player here. I got a pair of old Cos headphones. Remember those big, bulky, pilot-looking headphones <laughs> in the seventies? 
you know, I'll, I'll sit kind of late at night with a, with a glass of whiskey or something and just listen and get lost in, in a great record. And I think that music still can be a ritual. Um, it doesn't feel like one on Spotify cause it feels so mindless. You just, it's just background music, but exactly the, the act of putting on a record, looking at the liner notes, as you say, in the cover and being immersed makes music more of an intentional, beautiful act. We've lost that a little bit. Vinyl still has that allure for me. I'm kind of excited to buy your album. I want you to autograph it for me. There's nothing better to going up to a musician and giving them a copy of the album to have them autograph. It's uh, special and it is a complete lost art. You know, yeah, the lost art of the autograph, actually. Who cares? Well, that's true. But I mean, there's nothing, you know, it's exciting to have an album. I've gotten uh, many autographed before because I don't know, meeting your favorite musician and showing them that you purchased it and showing your support. There is something to that. I, I so agree. And uh, yeah, well, I have to, we have to meet IRL in real life. I, I'd, I'd love to see you and uh, I'll get you the record. And No, no, uh, no. I want to buy it. Oh, great. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll take your money happily. Uh, and, <laughs> my uh, pleasure. No extra but, charge for the autograph. Well, know? that was my other question. Are you performing live anywhere coming up? There's a show coming up. I know it feels like a lifetime away, but uh, Valentine's Day weekend. So f- February 12th, Saturday night, New York City at City Winery. Oh, I was just going to ask you if you were playing city i know you have played there before and i wasn't sure if you were going to go back there yeah that's the vinyl release show with the full band uh so saturday february 12th 7 30 p.m uh we're this we haven't announced it yet so actually this is the formal announcement here on your show well, this is exactly uh, where you should be announcing something like I love that. It. <laughs> now the problem for me is um I, finding a date on valentine's day weekend is going to be very difficult for me so, Alon, will you Alon, just be my you... date for? Well, no, you have a couple months heads up. Get get your date. I'm going to bring. Alon, my wife. I've been down this road before. It doesn't well. <laughs> just go with me. There, there <laughs> all three, right, there fine, but no hand holding. No hand holding. Why is there, there are all three the top table? tables in at City Winery? So, Alon and and your wife, if you if you find it in your hearts to let Dave join you as as a third wheel, they uh, actually do all the time. <laughs> yeah, God. we go out for wings. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh, I know a lot of my friends are doing comedy at the City Winery. Also, my friend Leslie Mendelson plays there sometimes. So yes. that's a that's a great place to see. You know who was just there who I wanted to see? I don't know whether he ever showed up or not. Sean Cassidy. I was going to oh. go see him play because, you know, he was the great. <laughs> rest in peace, Sean Cassidy. What? No, no, no. He's still alive. You're thinking of David, oh, David. Cassidy. <laughs> see, you're, you're too young to remember how amazing Sean Cassidy was. Man around a Monday, I'm a hot stud. Still, he did a cover of that. It was huge, yes. huge. I tell you, let's imagine Dave in the seventies staring at his Sean Cassidy album <laughs> cover for hours and hours. Well, I just bought the forty-five at that point, but uh, the one, I, the one, the album cover I used to stare at all the time and listen to the album in its entirety was Tommy from the Who. Oh, uh, yeah, the, great the cover. movie, the movie soundtrack, because that, that, because that had the pull out. You know, that had a big cover. You know, it opened up. And they had scenes from the movie and I hadn't seen it. And I was going to go see it at a midnight showing. So my friend gave me the album and then I became obsessed. And I'm like, what is this? And then I just worshipped after that. Tommy was my favorite. Oh, what a what a and Margaret. What a treasure. Oh, my God. Covered in baked beans. Amazing. I mean, she's Uh. so gorgeous. Her career was almost over at that point. And just to be in that movie and be nominated after that, that was, you know, 10 to 15 years after she was big and with Elvis and stuff. And right. It was, yeah, it was after. cool that they got a Jack Nicholson's in that is a small part. Incredible. And that yeah. does that movie soundtrack have the, 
Elton John pinball yes. wizard? It has okay, the Elton yeah, John pinball the, wizard. That's the yes. superior version to me, I think. It's oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the best one. Right. And let alone, I mean, it's so awesome. I, you know, I, you see, I have these uh, machines behind me. What yes. have I always wanted? A pinball machine with a keyboard. How cool was that? Amazing. <laughs> Elton amazing. John's playing instead of the flippers, he's playing the keyboard. Oh my God. It was amazing. You know, Dave, I know a guy. I know a guy who can maybe build one for you if you're looking for one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be some, Then I could get the little kids to really come over here and put, wait a minute, that came out the wrong way, too. I'm really we'll cut uh, that part out. <laughs> and I have to edit. <laughs> oh, but I'm excited about the city winery and I'm glad that things are hopefully they're opening up and you're going to be able to play live more. Yeah. Yeah. Me you too. have a lot of gigs canceled because of covid. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a strange year and a half, <laughs> certainly for that. But, uh, you know, I've been able to play music and write music. And uh, I do I do think that 2022 will I mean, I'm going to be out on the road no matter what. We'll be in Texas. We'll be all over. We're doing a red state tour. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're calling it. <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, we'll be back on the road playing music for people and people will come out and rock and roll will be fully back, I think. And uh, as long as we're fully fully vaxxed and fully back uh, who can argue come on please i guess i have uh, just the, the the obvious question then when you are doing your tour and you're doing your own music do you ever put in a little billy joel cover action when you're mm. doing a show i've been known to you know i've covered some billy before I've, I've i've done some stuff at joe's pub i did like this motown version of tell her about it there with the oh you have released an official cover of tell her about yes. it for billy joel's 69th birthday yes that's correct. nice yeah it was great a little You've video research man too. well that's, that's what i do but oh, that boy it. that was terrific really uh you know first of all that's such a great song but you sing it so well great Thanks. cover and uh i've done keeping the faith kind of as a bo diddley thing and uh and also i'm about to record this version of the longest time um with a string quartet that i've arranged so it's just kind of this melancholic version of the longest time taking the doo-woppiness out of it and and making it a bit more uh eleanor rigby or so yeah, do you oh, do cool. anything between a and j this isn't working for us <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to bleep the names of all of these songs <laughs> we're not ready name for those song. we've never heard of these <laughs> name a song I'm, i i i could do it you want to try and i could at least get you a verse and chorus of what what do you want to hear? You want oh, to hear no, no. Well, faith? actually, <laughs> I think now we want to hear I've Loved These Days, right, Elon? Or do you want to hear? I mean, yeah, what do you sure. want to hear? Alon? I mean, this is a dream come true. Well, I already picked James, so you, you get the next choice. Well, since that's your favorite song, Paul, today, I was kind of up for hearing it once you mentioned it, even though I, I knew we were talking about doing James. I, I think I would like to hear I Love These Days. Is that crazy? That's I, I feel like the, the people who are listening are like, no, tell them to do Allentown or whatever. You know? uh, <laughs> December shot. song. December song. <laughs> cross I, to uh, bear. I cross. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As long as it's not the, uh, what is it? The House of Blue Light. I'll, I'll do anything. Uh, yeah, thank you. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, terrific. Have, uh, thank you for doing all this. This is fantastic. Guys, thanks for having me. It's a, it's a real joy. To well, I feel to bad. Uh, we waited too long. It's an embarrassment it's, to us. It's a bit meta because I'm usually listening to your uh, dulcet voices in my bathrobe as I'm making coffee in the morning. It's kind of the perfect half Again. hour wow. to get me into the day. So yeah, <laughs> so it's nice. To, it's nice to be in your metaverse here, uh, as Mark Zuckerberg would say. Well, we okay. feel uh, similar. <laughs> okay, cool. You know what? Let me toss on. Let me toss on a little bit of verb here. Yeah, toss on a little bit of verb. I like to pretend I know how it works along. 
Yeah, can get the treble up like just a, a touch. It's just a tiny bit. Let's see what happens. Is this, is this in the saddest of all keys then? In the sad, yes, it is. Yeah, B minor. It's a B minor. <laughs> Here we are. Now we take our time so nonchalant and spend our nights so bon vivant. We dress our days in silken robes. The money comes, the money goes. We know it's all a passing phase. We light our lamps for atmosphere and hang our hopes on chandeliers we're going wrong we're gaining weight we're sleeping long and far too late and so it's time to change our
That's unbelievable. Awesome. Alon, I'm just going to say it. Best podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> this one goes in the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. This is. I appreciate There's just that. no That's other say it around time. the Halloween time. This is a treat. <laughs> There's no <laughs> tricks. It's fantastic. It's all treats. <laughs> Guys, it's it's been really fun to sing these uh, turnstile songs for you and uh, to chat with you. And I love Billy. Uh, and I, I wear oh, it on do. my sleeve. I do. Oh. <laughs> in, in, in the Chuck Klosterman way, as we as you've talked about, and right, you know, he's never been cool, but he's always been a part of me. And uh, I am unabashed and and open and honest about my love for him. And I will. I'm an apologist to the grave. So. Uh, there's definitely some some nonsense in the in the catalog, like we all have, but uh, I think most of it's really good. And I'm so glad that you're doing this podcast to shine some light on on the good stuff. Well, thank you, and thank you for coming on the show and uh, being such a terrific guy and be willing to play and playing so beautifully. It's it's really great, right, Alon? Thanks. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's really fantastic. Like it. I got to, uh, I got to get going. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I got to get going. Too. Well, hold on. What, what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Somebody's calling me from the kitchen. Yeah. Listen, we got to get going too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going out to the miracle mile. I'm going to go cruise it this afternoon. That's <laughs> <laughs> a long island. Well, you better get some sneakers, but I thank yeah. you, Paul. Thank you so much for coming on this unbelievable episode. Really, really special and playing for us. It's just wonderful. We cannot wait for go figure along. We cannot wait for the K's wrap up. What the hell's the matter with us? Yeah. <laughs> we thought this would be the worst episode, the K's wrap up. That's going to be great. Call in, request line, the whole thing's going to be awesome. I'm, awesome. I'm excited to be stumped by your loyal listeners and uh, look forward to chatting again. Sure. Yes, thank you. Paul Lauren, everybody, on Billy Joel, A2Z. Yeah.